What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. I just wanted to thank you, fellow listeners, if you are the ones who watch YouTube also. Our newest video I put up, I think, Tuesday has already hit over 1,200 views. So it's really, really awesome. We're getting our subscribers up, what have you. Right now, we're a little over 200 subscribers. So like I said, as soon as we hit the 300 mark, I will be having that Fiend giveaway. If you want to want find out how to win it, stick around to the end of the show. All right, let's get to the show. This show, I do got some AEW news. We got my payback predictions, the full card, what have you. If you watch the YouTube show, you probably heard some of the payback predictions, but I did have to add in the matches that were added in after SmackDown last night. SmackDown was crazy, huh? We'll get to it. On to AEW. Even though this is WWE news, it's about an AEW star. Well, last night on SmackDown, the Thunderdome had a special guest watching, and it was none other than Kenny Omega, which I thought was so fucking cool. His face was on the screen. He was watching the show. Fans didn't notice, and they tweeted to Omega, and he replied, I was just trying to have a good time. I honestly didn't think anybody would notice. Yeah, okay, Omega. Now, while doing an interview at Wrestling Inc., Matt Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder, spoke about whether WWE didn't like that he got himself over with his Z True Long Island Story series, which I have to say I'm a fan of. That fucking shit was awesome. It was probably like 2011, definitely, maybe 2010, 2012 we'd even ran to. But that's when I went to Survivor Series at Madison Square Garden with my daughter. It was the night The Rock teamed up with Cena against R-Truth and The Miz. Right before R-Truth got uh, a wellness suspension because he got caught with a dirty urine. But they let him continue for that match, which is fucked up when they would uh, call, uh, suspend other people right away. But anyway, that night, man, a fucking cr- it was the most loudest crowd I've ever been in. I've seen a couple top ten lists of loudest audiences, and that's been on a couple of them. Survivor Series, Madison Square Garden, 2011. Fucking check it out. It was amazing. And Zack Ryder did get himself over big time. Everybody was screaming for his name. Him and Dolph Ziggler are really good friends in his life, real life. And Dolph was like, he's not here. He's not here, damn it. You're not getting him. Boom. Writer's music hit. Holy fuck. The place went insane. I know I told that story before, but I get goosebumps telling it. And Cody Rhodes even says it too, that he had Madison Square Garden screaming for him. And that's why I wanted him in AEW so long. And now he's here. But he did catch heat from it in WWE. Instead of putting him over like they should have, they buried him for it. And here's what he had to say if he thought they buried him for it or not. He said, I think the show is great. It's taken off. I was not the first person to have a website show. There was definitely other people who had one. I think I was the first person to do it my way and mix my real-life personality with my wrestling personality and prove social media can work to advance your career. Even if the company doesn't want to or doesn't see you a certain way, you kind of force them. And that's what I did. So I love all these other people who are doing it and doing it to the extreme. BTE, excuse me, BTE being the elite is way bigger than Z. True Long Island story ever was. Being the elite, we now have all elite wrestling. So it's crazy what BTE has done and continues to do. 
So that's cool. He gives props to them, but I love me some Z Long Island story. That was the fucking bomb. And he had his boy on there too. This big ass guy. He was gonna be in WWE, but he couldn't make the cut. And he should have because that dude was fucking awesome. On to Renee Young. Renee Young was asked who she thinks is the future at WWE, and she did have some words for MJF after a recent. Uh, he said some recent fucked up things. That's why this is an AEW news. So Young said about WWE, they asked her who is the future WWE. She said, guys, at Big E is the present and the future. Listen to this man. If you're not seeing him on Talking Smack this week, do yourselves a favor and give it a watch or listen. Thanks for having these conversations. And about MJF, MJF tweeted this to John Moxley and Renee. Unless, John, you were not man enough to beat me without the paradigm shift. When, well, John, if that's the case, maybe you should tell that little hottie wife of yours that I'm single, which is fucked up. Moxley's going to fuck him up for that. A fan asked Renee if she's seen that, what she thought about it, and she said, yeah, what's that dude's problem? All right, peace. We got to pay the bills real quick. When I get back, I got the full card of WWE payback for tomorrow. My predictions Roman Reigns actually responds about his new advocate, and we got a little bit more. So make sure you stay tuned. All right, peeps, we're back. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in the number one. And remember, stick around to the end of the show to find out how you can win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Now, on to WWE's pay-per-view tomorrow. It is payback, a week after SummerSlam. People are wondering why it's weird timing, yada, yada, which is true. But come to find out, this Sunday, a.k.a. tomorrow, was supposed to be the original date for Evolution 2. You remember Evolution, the all-female pay-per-view, which I thought was a pretty goddamn good pay-per-view, especially out of the ones it was going against that year. Excuse me. It's kind of fucked up WWE just did that after the whole women's movement, just, you know, brushing under the rug. Maybe because Ronda Rousey isn't here, who knows? But they should definitely give the women their own pay-per-view, and their women should even have their own weekly show. What do you think about that? Anyway, on to payback. It is tomorrow, August 30th. The kickoff show is at 6 p.m. Eastern, and the main show starts at 7 p.m. Eastern. Talking about the kickoff pre-show, it hasn't been confirmed, but I think the match will be Big E versus Sheamus. I feel this match will be on a pre-show. I haven't been feeling Big E single push at all, but Friday night, last night, he did turn it up on SmackDown. And just like Renee Young said, he also did on Talking Smack. That is the Big E I want to see. He needs to win this match and keep moving up the card, or a single push is going to be over with quicker than it started. So I'm going to go with Big E. Now, these are the matches I feel that are going to be on the main show. We do have Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. Now, this is crazy, because when I just had the Raw matches, I actually picked somebody different to win. And I think that person is going to win, but my gut just tells me to go with the other one. This match should be great. No matter how much you hate Corbin, he is a great heel, and these two can definitely work inside the ring. I want Riddle to win. I think he will win. I picked him on my YouTube show to win, but I'm hoping for a heel curveball, and Corbin takes it. Why, I do not know, but I am going with King Corbin on this one, peeps. We also have Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. 
Now, I have to go with Keith Lee on this unless something stops the match like it did on Raw. They say WWE has plans for a big push for Keith Lee, so I cannot see him losing. Now, Randy, on the other hand, should not lose either. He is the Viper, he is established, and a loss will not hurt him. But in about the last year, definitely definitely year, year and a half, he's lost some big fucking matches Like when it came down to it. He's always in the big matches, but he's lost quite a few big ones. If he keeps losing, nobody's going to feel the Viper's venom when he does strike. Still, I got to go with Keith Lee on this one. We also have the Women's Tag Team Championship match. We have Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I don't think Sasha should have lost her title last week. I think Bailey Doe Straps and Two Belts Banks were all that. And for them to lose their tag belts would be a very dumb move on WWE's part. These two ladies have been and are so entertaining. If you strip them on their tag belts, you're going to split them, and they can't be on both shows. Now, Baszler and Nia would be a dominant duo, but if you ask me, they need to be fighting against each other instead of teaming up. I said what I said. We next have United States Championship up for grabs, which is Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley. Now, I'm going to go with Cruz because I don't get why they had Lashley beat him and why they would have Lashley beat him and not MVP. MVP and Cruz put on a big feud, a.k.a. program for weeks, and I swore MVP was finally going to take that belt at SummerSlam. As we know, he did not. So I think it'd be dumb for one week later to Lashley to step up and just win it. I'm going to go with Apollo. But Ash, excuse me, Lashley did have a fucking great showing on WWE Underground. He fucked that guy up, so who knows? All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. When I get back, we do have my thoughts on the Universal Championship match. Uh, Sonya Deville news we have. I feel really, really bad for that chick. And plus, Roman Reigns did reply about him being teamed up with Paul Heyman. So definitely stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, Pete, we're back. Let's finish up this show. Let's get back to the final match of the night for WWE's payback tomorrow. We do have the Universal Championship up for grabs. We do have the champion who just won it a week ago, not even tonight, but tomorrow, Bray Wyatt, versus the old champion, Braun Strowman, versus the champion who never lost his belt, he claims, who I don't feel, Roman Reigns. Now, I don't know what is going to happen in this match, but I feel The Fiend will retain. He is another one who does not need a belt, so if he loses it, it's all good because his gimmick is so good. But why the fuck give it back to him last week and then hand it over to Roman? If they hand it over to Roman that quick, I'm going to be pissed. I'm kind of hoping that Retribution gets involved and maybe Roman is their leader. Even though Roman now is a Heyman guy, which I actually fucking love, he can lose and have his or his faction Retribution come out and just wreck shop because he lost so or come out and interrupt it. So I am going to go with The Fiend, but that match right there, what happens is going to be the highlight of tomorrow. I already know. Now, we'll go to Sonya Deville. It is a good thing that Sonya Deville took some time off because the poor woman is still getting death threats. People are so fucked up. She still is getting crazy life-threatening messages. The worst one and the newest one did read, I'll finish the job that Philip started. Philip was the guy who originally came into our house. The person said, my knife is sharper than Philip's. 
Can you imagine this poor woman, what she's fucking going through, trying to sleep at night or alone in a fucking house and you hear a noise? That's exactly why she needed time off, man. That's fucked up. Hope they track that guy down. They lock him, fucking lock him up because that's crazy. All right. And rumors are that Seth Rollins will be taking a break from WWE TV. Of course, he has to finish up his storyline with the Mysterio family. But don't forget, Rollins does have a baby coming with Becky Lynch towards the end of the year. He is a top guy. And if he needs time off, not like he used to be, in this day and age, they'll give it to you because they're afraid you're going to go to AEW. So I won't be sad to see him go. But Rollins is a workhorse and he needs a break just like we all do. When he comes back, he better be a fucking heel because I hate Rollins as a baby face. He is an awesome heel. And finally, fans on Twitter went nuts about Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman teaming up. Well, Roman responded to them and he said, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Here we go. So he means about teaming up with Paul Heyman, but he especially means about his heel push, him being a bad guy, which is great. Every single wrestler in eternity has had a heel push except John Cena. And if you don't know, after one time John Cena was away, either from an injury or doing something else, he was coming back as a heel. He had his gear all done and everything. He was souped about it. And then Stephanie McMahon canceled it at the last minute. So John Cena heel would have been great to see, but fuck it. What are we going to do? At least we get to see Roman Reigns. I don't like Roman Reigns at all. Never did. Didn't like how Vince tried shoving him down our fucking throats for years. But Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and being a heel should be very, very, very fun to watch. All right, peace. Well, that's it for this episode. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms. Also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider. And on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in the number one. If you want to win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure, you can do it one of two ways. You can simply go to Facebook and go to the AEW Insider group and join our group. That'll get you in. If not, just go to YouTube under the AEW Insider, pick any video, like, share, comment, and be a subscriber. So subscribe, like, share, and comment on any video on our YouTube. And by the comments, that's all I'll empty in a uh, contest because I know you did it. Like I said, our last video hit over 1,200 views, Pete. Please keep it going. Tune into all of them. Give them a like. Share the hell out of them. Sharing is what helps because that gets people to watch it and then they subscribe. Once we hit 300 subscribers, like I said, I will be giving away that Fiend action figure. Um, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night after payback. And I'll give you the results. Like, you didn't watch it. You'll be watching the blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I'm droning on. I love you guys. Wanted to bring you to the show. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Ciao, peeps.